Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. David Churba is going to produce our broadcast today and uh, got a good show planned for you. We are two days out. Tomorrow, Prognostication Friday, the first one of the year. Tennessee plays tonight. Yep, Missouri plays tonight. UCF plays tonight. So a chance to watch a little college football over the Labor Day holiday weekend. We are, by the way, doing a show on Labor Day. Shane Matthews will be here. Billy Napier has his press conference, all of that. So if you're off, you can still listen to us. Now, it's interesting to me, and I've said this during the week, that Oh, some people have wanted to know this because, let's face it, it's a new season. So Gator Walk is going to begin two hours and 20 minutes before kickoff. Write that down. Two hours, 20 minutes. There'll be night game fireworks, right? Um, Also, There'll be an interactive 360 video booth outside gate one. Cool stuff. Riddell Anthony. Going to be Mr. Two Bits. And the gates open at 530 for this game. Tomorrow, I want to get your predictions. I want to do them today. But I do want to tell you about and, I, and look, one of the things uh, I've tried to do in my career is give credit where it's due to other people when I think they do really good work. Matt Hayes, Saturday Down South, wrote a column. Uh, it incorporates a lot of the things I have told you before about where... He thinks the sport is going, and we happen to align on a lot of it. But give it a good read. It's a bit complicated, but there might be, let me underline the word, might be, playoff expansion sooner than what has been reported. The college football playoffs board of managers will hold a virtual meeting tomorrow. And according to reports, it could move up expansion as early as two years from now. Now, 11 presidents and chancellors make up this group. They would have to agree on a format and agree to it, and the agreement has to be unanimous. ESPN wrote a column. Others have written a column. Uh, Sports Illustrated first reported the meeting. 
Um, the word is there's momentum. The CFP executive director, Bill Hancock, a guest on this show many times, has denied, has the either not uh, confirmed or denied the report. Now, the management committee, composed of the 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame AD, Jack Swarbrick, is supposed to meet next week to continue its playoff expansion discussions. But I think that group is going to wait to see what this other group decides. Okay? But to say it's going to definitely happen, to say that there's unanimous agreement, to say there's a path, I think is premature. But at least, at least, there's hope. And uh, we'll see where it goes. Now, let's talk some football today. I don't want a prediction. I just want your thoughts on the game. What do you think are some keys to the game coming up Saturday night with what you know about these teams? I'll give you mine. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, will join us in about five minutes. Anxious to hear him as he prepares for his first broadcast with Shane Matthews in the booth. Let's talk some sports, 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, as I mentioned, Prognostication Friday. For those who don't know what that is, I'm going to give you some games. You tell me who's going to win and then score the Gator game and why you pick that score. And we may throw in a couple of other tidbits tomorrow, too. All right, Daryl about leadoff today. Daryl, hi. Hey, Steve. I hope uh, 1982 repeats itself when Wilbur Marshall was chasing Sean Salisbury all over the field. I hope Ventrell Miller is chasing the uh, rising all the way, all the way over the field uh, Saturday night. Could be. I mean, there, there's, you know, when you have a game like this, there's a lot of unknowns. Because we don't get a chance to watch Utah play all the time. You don't know much about them. And obviously with the new regime here and, you know, what they're going to put in and what they, you know, what they do, we don't know a lot about that yet either. So that's why I think this game is intriguing because there's a lot of unknowns. We'll start to get knowns for after about three and a half hours. Yeah, Steve, I'm, I'm with Shane. He's been beating the drum, you know, for a long time about our front seven. You know, we have got to get pressure on the quarterback and, uh, you know, try to shut down their ground game because I think that's the key to our front seven. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I don't know – I mean, yes, you have to get pressure on the quarterback, but I think stopping the run is going to be paramount in this game for both teams. You know, a lot of times they talk about the team that runs for more yards wins games. I think that's going to be true in this game. Now, look, doesn't mean that Rising or Richardson can't throw for 350 yards. They might. But if it's going to rain, and by the way, we will have a weather forecast tomorrow at 1 o'clock uh, concerning the game, then, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Steve, I just think it's going to be a low-scoring, grinded-out game Saturday night, whether or not, you know. I mean, that's just putting it in perspective. If it don't rain or if it does rain, I just 
feel like it's going to be a low-scoring football game. Yeah, I mean, look, not that Ohio State's defense is great, but Utah scored a lot of points on them. And, you know, but if it's a grinded-out, you know, kind of game, will there be big plays in the run game? You know, we didn't see a lot of that, you know, with Florida. Will we see that Saturday where these guys rip off a 25-yard run or a 30-yard run? Well, you know, that, that, that could happen. Steve, real quick, um, as far as running backs, who do you think has the best backfield, Utah or us? Hmm. I think Thomas Kidd's real good. Yeah, I mean, he has the numbers that, no, that nobody here has. So you would say he might be the best back because he's rushed for over 1,000 yards. But I think both running back rooms are pretty good. All right, my man, enjoy. I'll listen to Sean Kelly. All right, Daryl, thank you. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Hey, um, you know, you and I have talked a lot right, about expectations for this team. You bring up a great point about how the weather could play a major factor, and I agree with the previous caller. I think if rain is heavy in the forecast, which I'm afraid it will be, uh, you, I do think this is a war of attrition. It's going to be a ground-and-pound affair. But, Steve, let me ask you this. If it comes down to a ground game, and Florida's rushing defense doesn't hold its end of the bargain like it didn't last year, right? And the Gators happened to, to take one on the chin in that very first game. How much do you think that's going to stir up the Gator Nation, you know, from the jump as far as, you know, maybe they're thinking, well, you know, were we really that depleted and we didn't think about that? Or do you think they look at Napier and say, wow, you know, this guy just, this guy just got flat out outclassed and outcoached? There's always going to be a segment of the fan base, Chris, that is going to overreact to something, whether it's good or whether it's bad. I mean, if Florida goes out and beats Utah and thumps them, Florida's going to win the national championship. If Florida goes out, doesn't perform well, and Utah, you know, hands it to them pretty good, well, you know, whoa, we're going to six and six, might be five. I mean, that's good. there's a segment of the fan base that's always going to react in that way, always. All right, and my last question for you here, because I know Sean's coming up soon for you. You know, Stephen, in the number, in the years that you have been at Florida, covering Florida, do you feel like this year is different than many others, right? Obviously with Spurrier, as they got closer to a national title, right, that vibe was different. Same thing with Urban Meyer. And since Florida has won its last championship in 2008 in football, do you feel like this year is has a different vibe to it than when McLean took over or any other coach since then? A little bit. Um, because, look, when, when Will was here, when McElwain was here, I mean, there, there, were, there were a lot of Gator fans that liked the hire because McElwain came from where? Alabama. And yeah. Napier is a Saban disciple as well. So on paper, that hire looked good. But I think the difference here is – there's a lot of similarity, I think, to Spurrier in that nobody really knew. You know, Steve was at Duke, and he did wonders at Duke, but how many people nationally really knew what Steve did at Duke? And I don't think yeah. anybody thought they would see the offense they saw coming from the 89 season when Florida struggled offensively. Well, you know, we've seen a sample size of Napier at Louisiana, but we still don't know what his offense is going to look like here. Could they come out and zing all over the field and score 50? Maybe. That's not his M.O. 
But that's why, you know, first games are always good. And when you have a, a good opponent, that makes it even better. All right, Steve, always appreciate your time and looking forward to hearing your conversation with Sean Kelly. Well, he's coming up next. Thanks, Chris. That's Chris Pinson over at TV20. Um, and we appreciate him being here. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. The aforementioned Sean Kelly is here. We'll talk to him next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good morning. I'm Kyle Curtis. Gator Soccer opens home action tonight when they take on in-state rival USF. Gators are on a two-game skid after dropping their last two matches to Baylor and Texas. Tune in right here at 550 for coverage of tonight's game. College football is officially back. Two SEC teams start their campaign tonight along with a few top 25 teams. Tennessee kicks off their season against Ball State while Missouri hosts Louisiana Tech. The UCF Knights also begin their season at home when they take on South Carolina State. In other Gator sports news, Florida men's golfer Fred Biondi and Ricky Castillo were named to the preseason Haskins Award watch list. This is considered the most prestigious award in college golf. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRU. Ladies and gentlemen, for a long time, I've been telling you about Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Think about it. The Cousins family opened this business more than 40 years ago, and they've done the same thing, and they've done it successfully. They give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop in late model, low mileage vehicles. As many years as I've driven these vehicles, they've all been really good for me. Low maintenance and great, great vehicles. They can do the same thing for you. If you want to go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue, you can test drive the vehicles. There's sales staffs there to answer any questions you might have. You want to go online? That's easy too. SECars.com. All the pertinent information is there about these vehicles and they update what leaves and what comes on the lot daily so you can know the vehicles they have immediately there when you go see them in person make sure and tell them sports scene sent you to the good people at southeast car agency next time you're driving around town check out the car in front of you or alongside of you there's a really good chance that that's a southeast car agency tag why because the cousins family has been selling vehicles here in north central florida for over 40 successful years and only one kind the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. This August, we want you to remember to keep children safe as we return to school. Always stop for stopped school buses and obey signals from crossing guards. Remain alert and do not use your cell phone in school zones. And remember that car seats and booster seats only work if they are used correctly every time. Do your part to help keep us safe on the roadways. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. For more important safety tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Summer is over and that means it's time for back to school. That means it's time for Bailey's Gym Back to School Special. This week only, you can join any of our 16 area North Florida locations for absolutely zero enrollment fees on any membership. Bailey's Gym is open 24-7 and we offer group fitness, boxing, and access to the best selection of equipment and trainers in Gainesville, Florida. So work out on your own or with a friend or two. Only a few days left to take advantage of the back to school, back to the gym deal at Bailey's. Ready for your zero enrollment membership? Join Bailey's today at baileysgym.com or visit one of our locations. 
Technology has made instant entertainment an everyday reality. And as Americans, we do love to be entertained. From apps on our phones to social media, from Netflix to YouTube, we literally have thousands of entertainment options at our fingertips. And although we have to be careful with the content, there's nothing wrong with being entertained. Unless we start to think that the goal of life is to be entertained. Entertainment is a distraction and it can keep us from paying attention to what's most important. Ask yourself, how much time do you devote to entertainment? Do you think it's possible to have too much of a good thing? Especially when that thing isn't the main thing? And what is the main thing? The Bible teaches that you and I were made to know God and make Him known. That's the main thing. The goal of life is not to be entertained, but to enjoy fellowship with God through His Son, Jesus. This is Brian Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room, state-of-the-art imaging, new x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI, in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right, 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch, available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. We welcome you back to Sports Scene. Two days from now, boy, it you know, for a while it seemed like it would never get here, and now it's just two days away. Florida, Utah, the new voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is here. Uh, and if you want to ask him a question, I'm sure he will. All you have to do is call us, 392-8255, and we'll do it. Getting closer, my friend. Yeah, finally. I mean, really. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think the last time we talked, it still seemed off in the distance. And so... We're now in the process of getting ready. I, I was in the I was in the get ready to get ready for, for forever. Yeah, and so it feels good to be in the get ready mode now for Saturday night. For, for those who may not understand what you do in terms of prepping for this, tell us a little bit about how you get ready to and prepare to do a broadcast. No, oh, well, each sport is different. Yep, um, football is very process oriented. It you know it kind of marches toward game day. So this has not been a normal week. You know, my first week, my first game here. There's um, been a lot of paper cuts along the way. You know, hey, voice this, come see this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say maybe next week it will start to be more normal. So this is kind of the way it's shaken out. So on Mondays, um, we will shoot Coach Napier's television show. Um, there will be the media availability on Monday. And then I'll get uh, Gator football report together for all the affiliates on the Gator Sports Network. 
Uh, I'll start knocking those down. And then Monday night is Coach Napier's radio show right here at 6 o'clock. So that's kind of Monday. Tuesday's kind of a catch-up day, and then Wednesday really ramps it up. So what it is, it's this mix of intel from practice, um, more reading than you can imagine about either team and or what's going on in college football, uh, and starting to assemble notes. The, 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 the end product here, and I know we're on radio, but the end product is what are my spotter boards. Um, and what I brought today is, is we're about halfway there. Um, but each day, it's, it's more. The depth chart, who else I need on my board, what numbers pertain, uh, what notes I think are interesting, what stories I can tell off of those notes. I'm, I'm kind of big into the storytelling aspect, although I think tomorrow or Saturday night's game, there'll be less story time and more crunch time. I, I, I do believe that. But basically, by Friday afternoon, I want to have, the, as they say, the hay in the barn. I'm, I'm finishing up memorizing Utah's names and numbers, um, and I'm going to take a breath before Saturday, and then Saturday, it, you know, it's all there and, and ready to go. Okay, let's get a call here. Uh, it's from David. David, hello. Hey, Steve. Yes, hey, sir. John. Hi. Uh, I'm excited, too. It's funny, uh, Steve, your question uh, is very similar to mine. And when I was talking to your producer, I missed some of your answer, so I hope I'm not repetitive. But it sounds like you <laughs> it's like, did catch enough that you're going to be doing this very professionally, whereas I shot Shane a text this morning and asked him if uh, how he was doing prep, if you guys did a walkthrough or a, a voiceover or some film or something like that, uh, or if he was going in raw. He said, Dave, I'm going in raw. He said, that's how I do it. And I said, well, I'm, I hope that Shane's the pro. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I hope that Sean's the pro in this deal, and uh, Shane is going to tell you exactly what he thinks. But uh, I wish you really well on your first call. It's going to be great. I'm going to be—I'm uh, not going to be able to be listening too much inside the stands, but I'm going to try and get my headphones on for at least some of it. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And um, look, first, first things first: the way that Shane will get ready for this game, or any of my analysts, and the way I get ready are two completely different things. And I want it to be that way because. Um, I don't want us sharing the same information. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell him what I'm prepping, and obviously, but his job is different than mine, so his prep should be different than mine. And a little peek behind the curtain with Shane. Um, he he may not admit it or not, but he has a borderline <laughs> photo, he has a borderline photographic memory. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. he is able to absorb things, and it's there, and it doesn't go anywhere, and he sees it in his mind like a photograph. I don't have that gift. So my prep has to be different in that. I need stuff. Now, look, when I'm putting it all together, it starts to stick. But I, need, I do need to have it there in front of me. Sometimes people go, how do you know You know these numbers? Well, it's written down right in front of me because I put it there. Um, and look, the other thing is, no, we weren't going to do any practice games or anything like that. I told Shane and Tate both. I said, here's the deal. I, you know, I, I know what I need from you guys, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to let it rip because, A, I don't think you can really rehearse it in any way and then expect to be spontaneous on, on game day. So, um, yeah, maybe the first series or two is a little clunky, but I, I think we're going to have good chemistry, the three of us. I'm sure you will. Do you use a uh, do you use a spotter and a chance to, sit, to, to be in the box with Deckerhoff uh, uh, at one point and a little bit? And uh, he had a spotter, but he was pretty amazing in his own right to be able to pick and choose and stuff. Uh, do you do that on your own? Uh, I, I do have a spotter with me. Um, 
and I'll I'll inherit mix spotter Matt Surrency will be with me here at Florida. I've heard nothing but good things, but the value of having somebody who really knows how to do that job is crazy good. <laughs> it's something that you know I would be. I would be back into way early in my career and, and up the proverbial creek without a decent spotter. David, I appreciate your call, sir. Thanks, Steve. Yes, sir. Thank you. Steven says, I heard you yesterday being interviewed on a Utah radio station. Impressed with how much you already have your finger on the Gator Nation pulse after such a short time. Excited you're the voice of the Gators, he says. Thanks. That's a nice compliment, and uh, I appreciate that because I think I've tried to jump in the deep end of the pool and, and not drown. Um and just be as competent as I can be. I'm not, I'm not going to be some authority on Florida Gator anything in the foreseeable future. That's just being honest. But I'll be prepared, uh, and we'll get this game right. Your thoughts on Utah? Scary. Um, they, look, there, there's a difference between a guy who's been there for 18 years and somebody who's been here for nine months. So that, and, and their offensive coordinator's been there four full years. Now this will be his fourth full year. So there's system in place. There's a machinery that's well-oiled and moves. They return 17 starters. All those things play into Utah's favor. Their run game is solid. I, I'm concerned about the two tight ends that they have. Uh, and they're, you know, they're road graders up front. So that's not to say that here I am declaring Utah the winner on Saturday night. I'm not. I'm a little surprised. The line's, what, two and a half yes. last check? That, that seems a little interesting, too, because, you know, Gave Ohio State all, probably should have beaten Ohio State if Rising doesn't get hurt in the in the Rose Bowl. Um, they won the Pac-12. They had their best year in program history, arguably. Um, and Florida is what it is right now. It's a new head coach here, a new program, and thin at some spots. But we're starting to see now the respect that is made nationally or amongst the bookmakers about the building will go sit and stand in on Saturday night and the and the weather and how that factors in and. No disrespect to the Pac-12, I think that factors in, too. I think they're looking at, yeah, Utah, really nice season. Utah showed well um, nationally in the Rose Bowl, but mm, let's remember Pac-12's not SEC football right now. And so, in my eyes, this is a bit of a throwback game. Get ready for knock the other guy's nose in the dirt. Yep. Um, and, frankly, some crazy turnover slash special teams play, something freakish is going to decide this thing. That's just kind of the way I see it at the moment. You have to go? No, I'm good for a little bit. Yep. Okay, all right. Yep. One more segment with Sean. I'm glad he's going to stay. We've got a couple of calls he can take. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. 
in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with a click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit Radiant cu.org slash auto loan and get started federally insured by ncua as a marine Janie's team always had his back as a civilian when things got dark they still did Janie was losing hope when he found the florida veterans support line connecting with his fellow veterans helped him get back on track now he gets to pay that support forward as a veteran care coordinator Call 1-844-MY-FL-VET. Confidential 24-7. Asking for help is hard. Call me. I've been there. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds and sun on this first day of September. It'll be warm and muggy too. Highs in the upper 80s. And we're looking at scattered to numerous sea breeze showers and thunderstorms yet again this afternoon, mainly along and east of the Highway 301 corridor with high humidity levels. Torrential rain rates, local flooding will be possible. Tonight, skies turning mostly clear, lows in the morning in the low 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Certainly on the carousel for Daniel Jones next year. Only way he keeps that job and he comes back to the New York Giants is he gets them into the playoffs and he shows tremendous upside. Like he's got to go from where he is now to a 90. I don't know that that'll happen. There's a very, very rich quarterback draft, and I know that they got their eye on somebody. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Sports Scene with the new voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. We have calls to take. Gator man, you're up. What's going on, Steve? Who you got with you today? <laughs> I got the new voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly here. All right. I like that one. We'd have been thinking, we'd have been feeling in the pressure from after listening to Mick Hubert all these years. <laughs> I don't think he's feeling it at all. I think he's ready to go do his thing, and that's what he should do. Feeling what? <laughs> no, really. I mean... If I'm going to be honest, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's good. It is great. I haven't, I haven't felt this way in a long time, and I think it's got me focused and refreshed. Um, you know, it's funny. When I go visit schools, um, sometimes we'll do a little talk about the difference between nervous and scared. You know, nervous is fine. Scared is not. Right. So, um, I'm, yeah, if I'm going to be honest, I'm a little nervous about Saturday, and then it'll all feel fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, all right, then. I can't wait to hear you. You guys have a great day. I go Gators. Gator man, appreciate you. Thank you. Marshall, hello. Uh, gentlemen, Steve, you brought up an interesting subject a week or so ago, and I don't get to listen every day. Is it possible there is going to be a live broadcast in the stadium so we will be in sync when we're listening to Sean? I'm told at one time there was. Um, and there's talk again of it because there's been some of this, you know, like your question here. Technically, it's not as easy as it used to be, and which seems counterintuitive because seemingly things in our business now are easier than they ever were before. But because now of all the wireless and everything else, like, like for example, if, if this Utah radio is coming in, they have to register – their wireless signal to their sideline reporter to what is called a wireless coordinator in the building. There's so many frequencies that you have to apply and then get slotted so that frequencies don't cross each other. So the old way of doing basically, which was a real powerful localized FM signal coming from the press box for real-time listening now now it has to be thrown into a larger pile of people wanting to have this narrow bandwidth of wireless. This is if if I've lost you I apologize, but this is part no, 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 of the no, issue. I, yeah. I understand. And so it's not as easy to pull that off and the equipment is different. I'll just say this. There's there's new conversation about it. I don't know where it will go and and, and when. And that's all I can tell you at the moment. Cuz I know I, I understand that I understand that it is difficult when there's the delay that there is. Um, radio is not as bad as television. Um, and I think at one time, I was told, and Steve, you can help me with this, at one time WRUF used to kick the delay off so that it would be as close to real time as possible. Yes. Um, and we're talking about the seven-second delay that it's called the drop. But um, So stay tuned on that. Maybe I'll have an answer in a couple of weeks when we visit again. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to listening to you because it does get kind of deafening in there, but listening to somebody who knows what's going on is of great benefit 
But to those of us who have old, old brains, listening to a delay is like scrambling us even more. Yeah, so, yeah. And as much as I love radio and broadcasting, I, I, I couldn't do it. It would just drive me nuts. So well, I get it. Well, thank you very much, yep. and we're looking forward to your call. Marshall, thank you. Thank you. I want to get Bradley's email because he had the same thing for you, Sean. He said, are you excited to call your first Gator game? And you have you know, yeah, an- answered that. Absolutely. So, Bradley, thank you. Uh, Porter, welcome. Hey, uh, before I get my question, quick comment on that. I understand wanting to be synced up there, but I think uh, with the large number of viewers on, on, on TV and broadcast and digital, that, I think it's more important to have the delay so people can you know, uh, watch it at home timed up. But that's just my opinion. I understand both sides. Anybody, uh, Sean, anybody ever told you you sound, sound like Tim Brando? I don't know why. That was just my impression from your voice, and that's not a bad thing, certainly. You would be the first. Um, okay. Yes. I don't mind. That's okay. Um, uh, I, was, I heard you talking about spotters, and I had not really given it the credit uh, that it deserves, so it's good to get that perspective. I, I think a NASCAR spotter is probably one of those difficult and underappreciated, so hearing it in the football, I hadn't really thought about it. And um, one question I'll take off the air. How do, uh, to, 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 to coordinate with, with Shane and the other people, do, do they give you like a, an old game and have you just cover it just to sort of get used to each other, or how do you do that, or do they just throw you out there on the fly? And I'll take it off the air. Thanks, and welcome to the Gators. Yeah, well, thank I appreciate you. it. Thanks. Uh, we discussed earlier. Yeah, we're just going to kind of let it rip on Saturday. I think, I think both guys have had enough reps now, and and I'll be able to feel them out pretty quickly. That it'll be, we'll get more out of just running into it as opposed to trying to rehearse something. Good um, question yeah. for you here uh, from Lucas, Sean. I'll be turned on to WRUF. Very much looking forward to the call. Have you chosen what you'll say after a Gator win? No, I haven't. Um, yeah, that's right. The last time I was here, we were yeah. discussing that because yes. I kind of threw that out there. Yeah, I haven't yet. Um, I actually, I had somebody text me this morning. You know, what will be the first thing you say? And I, said, <laughs> I, I haven't thought about that. I'm, I'm more concerned with just getting myself ready to call the play by play. You know, those little nuances will come. Um, and look, it, some of it's it'll be different every time. Um, we'll settle on something here at some point. Um, John, I don't know, and this goes way back. To Otis Boggs, okay, who was a longtime voice of the Gators, and I don't remember him doing this, but maybe he did. And I'm going to read exactly what he says here. Would you ask Sean if he's ever seen a beautiful and over and spiral punch, a la Otis Boggs? Punt. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He yeah. must be saying yes. Yeah. Um, I've I've heard that story. Um, and that's the only time I've ever heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Sean's here for a couple more minutes. You got a quick question for him. Uh, appreciate him. He, he will be here uh, this time on Thursday. So we really appreciate him t- taking it. So when basketball happens, we'll talk to that and baseball. So really looking forward to this. Um, Bill had a question for you, and his question was basically this. He said, when you prep, do you prep more on Florida or the opponent, or is it equal? This week, it's equal. Next week, I'll know Florida, you know, yeah. obviously it starts to compound. So uh, as opposed to when I was at ESPN, two new teams every week, you know, that was, you know, flush it and start all over again with two teams. Sure. Next week, I'm way ahead on Florida, and I'm, I'm, I'm tweaking or updating Florida from here on out after the Saturday, and then... You know, probably you know the bulk of my prep is just learning the new opponent. Um, I'm 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 the firm belief that when when we're doing a Florida broadcast, it's a Florida broadcast. But I think that Gator Nation is smart enough 
to want to know about the opponent in some way too. So no, I don't want to ignore that. No question. Yep. What are your impressions of Billy Napier? So the word that I heard the other day was deliberate, and I thought it was very good because it does not have a that that does not have a negative connotation. Um, it, it doesn't sound obsessive in any way, but the man is very deliberate. He's also extremely personable. He can be a little dry, but um, he has that rare ability to whether he is speaking with one or 100 to give that or that group his full undivided attention. He's an excellent listener, note taker, and communicator. Um, I think that the Gators, in a very bad way, needed a changer to take over that football program. He's a changer, changer of culture slash attitude. He uses attitude more um, and can redirect things, you know, in maybe a more efficient way, maybe a more effective way. I, that's my impression of him. He, I think they've got the right guy um, just based on being around him now basically every day for the last month and then knowing what he did at UL. Um, and he's also smart enough to get the right people around him. Some, you know, A lot of people won't yeah. do that. Uh, bring in Lou. Lou, hello. Good afternoon, guys. I just want to welcome Sean. What a, what a great voice and what uh, his reputation certainly proceeds and um, just really happy to have him. I can tell right now he's already a Gator and, and we're really excited. And um, uh, the last thing I want to say real quick on the correction, I got a correction on uh, the great Otis Boggs. Now, I uh, obviously uh, have been listening for, for many, many years, way back in the 60s. But Otis's call on the punt, it was a high, lazy spiral. That was that was the exact uh, uh, word. Yeah, I'm just reading what yeah, I got sent. I, yep. I know, I know. I just yeah. wanted to correct. I've been, I mean, I've heard it a thousand times. And, and when we played Auburn, it was Orban. Yep, it was Orban. Yep. It was O R B U N. Orban. Yes, yes, sir, it is. <laughs> yep. Why those things have stuck with me, I don't know. But, Sean, thank you for being here. We're, we're excited. Steve, thank you for having your show, buddy. Yes, sir. You thank you for thank your you. call. Um, well, Sean, have fun. Thanks, Saturday. And uh, I know a lot of Gator fans are going to be listening to you, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll see if we can uh, get an upset win here. Wouldn't Monday be wonderful? Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I know it's Labor Day. Uh, we will have Gator Talk on Monday night with Coach Napier. Um, there is a player on the schedule. I haven't been told the player just yet. But uh, I know it's Monday. I know it's Labor Day. Um, so whether you're able to, to listen here on WRUF or perhaps see us at the Keys on Monday, we'll be there. It's a normal work day for us. Good. I appreciate you being in again. Thanks, Sean. Sean will be here uh, at this same time on Thursdays. And we look forward to that, and we'll talk about games and different sports, and so that's going to be a lot of fun. Appreciate you. Thank you. See you at the ballpark. You got it. 12.45, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kyle Curtis. Gators soccer opens home action tonight when they take on in-state rival USF. The Gators are on a two-game skid after dropping their last two matches to Baylor and Texas. Tune in right here at 5.50 for coverage of tonight's game. In other Gator sports news, Florida men golfers Fred Biondi and Ricky Castillo were named to the preseason Haskins Award watch list. This is considered the most prestigious award in college golf. College football is officially back as well. 
Two SEC teams start their campaign tonight with, along with a few top 25 teams. Tennessee kicks off their season against Ball State while Missouri hosts Louisiana Tech. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know what, folks? Real estate is something that changes all the time. And I'm here to tell you about Scott Caldwell, your home sold guaranteed realty. Are you considering selling your home? Have you received your upfront written agreement guaranteeing the sale of your home at your price? Well, that's exactly what you get from Scott Caldwell and your home sold guaranteed realty. Scott's upfront written guarantee states this, your home will sell at your price and in your time frame or he will buy it. Think of that. Having an upfront written guaranteed sale from Scott allows you to shop for your next home knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell, as well as benefiting from the peace of mind knowing you're going to get your price in your time frame. And included in the written guarantee is the promise. You always get the highest price. You see, if at any time a better offer comes along, you get the higher offer, not Scott's guarantee. Take it from me. Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Summer is over, and that means it's time for back to school. That means it's time for Bailey's Gym Back to School Special. This week only, you can join any of our 16 area North Florida locations for absolutely zero enrollment fees on any membership. Bailey's Gym is open 24-7, and we offer group fitness, boxing, and access to the best selection of equipment and trainers in Gainesville, Florida. So work out on your own or with a friend or two. Only a few days left to take advantage of the back to school, back to the gym deal at Bailey's. Ready for your zero enrollment membership? Join Bailey's today at baileysgym.com or visit one of our locations. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Football season is almost here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. 
Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is two days away. Pre-game coverage begins at 3 p.m. right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Phone lines open for you, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. John, you're up. How are you? Doing great, Steve. Uh, great interview with, with Sean, and uh, I'm looking forward to him, you know, taking over the, the reins at, at Florida as a voice of the Gators. Um, going into tomorrow, I know you do your prognostications tomorrow, but I want to give you a couple of picks for today because there's some games on tonight that, that kind of intrigued me. Okay. Um Pittsburgh, West Virginia. I don't know much about new teams, either team, but I know that Pitt lost their starting quarterback from last year. So I think uh, West Virginia pulls that upset in that game. Um, there is uh, Western Michigan. You know, the the fighting McElwains are going Oklahoma State. I think they can keep it close. Well, that, that, that's Central Michigan. Oh, Central. I'm sorry. Central, Central Michigan. You're right. Um, so I think that they can kind of keep that game close. A little bit, but I still think Oklahoma State wins that. And finally, Missouri and, and Law Tech. You know, I'm not. I'm going to see what kind of tests that Missouri has, but I think Law Tech pulls that up that as well. Well, that won't be good for Missouri, no, uh, because they're going to need, you know, a, a win in a game non-conference like this. Yep. Yeah, uh, because they're not projected to do well, you know, in the league. So th- this is the kind of a game they need. Hey, we'll talk to you later tomorrow. Okay, thank you, John. Appreciate your call. Uh, Let's see. Lucas says his keys to the game, run the ball, get off to a fast start, keep the crowd in the game, stop the run, and win the turnover battle. Yeah, you know, if there is a lot of running, you know, maybe there won't be a lot of turnovers. We don't know. Mark says, the following stats making me temper my expectations a bit regarding Richardson. 
and hopefully it'll temper other Gator fans out there as well. Guess who these numbers belong to in 2020 as a backup? 18 of 32, 221 yards, two passing TDs, one interception, 217 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns. Emory Jones. And we all know how Jones played as a first-time starter, he says. So let's all be careful in anointing Richardson the next uh, Newton or Tebow. Your thoughts? Well, let's take Emory Jones out of it for a second because it's not quite apples to apples. Here's where I'm going with that. And I see your point, Mark. This is a different coaching staff. This is not Dan Mullen to Dan Mullen. So what are we going to see differently from this coaching staff in terms of scheme, in terms of what they're asking Anthony Richardson to do, in terms of what, you know, to me, you have to call plays and have your offense run around the skill set of who's playing quarterback. And if he's not the best reader of defenses, if he's not a guy that you trust that way, well then you're not going to ask him to sit back there and scan the field and read defense because that's not his strength. But I do agree that he has every physical asset, but we don't know how good a quarterback he is. And if anybody disagrees with that, then you know, let me know. And I get it. Now, there's some mock drafts. He's a first-round draft choice. That is purely, purely on potential. Because it, what's he done? And again, it's not a knock on him. He had played a lot, right? And I think there's health concerns. He's, he's not been healthy. So again, that's not a knock on him. Ronnie says, uh, I shouldn't be surprised, a little stunned, only have four seniors on the entire depth chart. One of them a second-team punter. With the coaching change, transfer portal, usual attrition, probably not the only ones in this shape. Hope we overcome this for the future. Yeah, I mean, that that says a lot. But that And that's sometimes a result of recruiting. That's sometimes a result of the transfer portal. That's sometimes a result of other things as well. But, again, that's, that's what the roster is. Peyton, I feel one of the game's biggest factors, no one talking about special teams. Whether rain or shine, I feel it'll be an attrition game. Also feel the game will have lots of field goals, possibly even come down to one or two of them. Maybe. Maybe. I, I'm not as big a believer that rain is a detriment than some other people. Right? Now, if it's a torrential downpour and the field becomes, you know, unwieldy, okay. But look, quarterbacks have to throw the ball when it's wet. And I know some teams have drills where the quarterback gets a wet ball and they throw it. And Okay, and that might happen. But I don't know really, unless it's just torrential, how much your game plan changes if it rains. I, I just don't see that changing a great deal. Uh, okay, final email of the hour belongs to Chris. 
got a good question here. He says, all the emphasis is being placed on Alabama. If you had to right now say who the second best team is, it's Georgia. Who is the third best team in the SEC? Good question. I'm, I'm hesitating. I don't. Let me think about that, because what does that tell you? Most people would say Texas A&M. I am not sold on that. I'm not. Some might say Kentucky. Are they really the third best team in the SEC? But then again, if it's not those two, who is it? Arkansas? Okay. I think the point of this is the gap between Alabama and Georgia. And look, I'm not saying on a given day, look what A&M did last year. They beat Alabama, right? On a given day, a Kentucky, could they beat a Georgia? Maybe. Could Tennessee beat But I don't know that I could clearly say. So I'm going to ask you that next hour. Who is, if you if we all assume Alabama won Georgia two, who's the third best team in football in the SEC? And tell me why you think that. Hour two coming up, ESPN 981 FM, 850 WRUF. Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flex flexible hours and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. You're pregnant. How far? One month, two, no doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. 
No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour 2 of Sports Scene commencing right now on this Thursday in Gainesville. Tonight, Gators soccer playing. You'll hear, you can hear the game live here. Gator football just a couple of days away. But today... We're going to talk to a Gator men's tennis player as part of our series in cooperation with the Gator Collective. We're going to hear from Will Grant. Will, thanks for doing this. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you for doing this. Um, I always ask this of the athletes that come on, Will. When did you know you were pretty good in tennis? When did it hit you that I can I can be pretty good in this sport? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm actually the youngest of, of five kids, um, and all my brothers and stuff played. So I was sort of always around the court, um, you know, playing here and there. But I moved to Florida, actually, down in down in South Florida when I was probably 14, maybe, 14, 15. And, and that's when I started playing some serious tournaments and, and traveling internationally. Um, and so I would say probably around then. And, uh, yeah, like I said, my brothers and everyone played, so always been part of the family in the family yeah uh, how was that international experience for you it was cool it was it was super cool so they have sort of an international tennis federation circuit um for for 18 and under so you know i played everywhere in south america um you know europe and and fortunately my last year i got to play in in wimbledon and, and french open and, and of course the u.s open in the junior so that was an awesome experience and and definitely good memories you know, you, Coach Shelton has done such a great job uh, with that program. Um, what is he like? How is he like to play for? Yeah, I mean, he's amazing. I think, you know, me and, and all of the guys have so much respect for him. Um, you know, obviously as a tennis coach, but I think more importantly, just, just the sort of person he is off the court and, you know, the integrity and, and honesty that he has. You know, obviously he wants us to, to be better tennis players, but he's also, you know, making sure that we have the right values and, and the right character off the court of, you know, becoming better men, better students. And, and I think that's, you know, that's awesome. Since you came to school, Will, to now, how has your, how do you think your tennis games improved? What's gotten better for you? Yeah, I think, I think physically I've gotten a little stronger, you know, being in the weight room and stuff like that. But, but tennis wise, I mean, our last three years that I've been here, we've, you know, we've had a hell of a team and yeah, and, and, you know, being able to practice every day with, with some of the best players in the country, I think that just sort of slowly, you know, starts to trickle into your game. And, and the level at practice, you know, we're all competing against each other. And uh, I think just the, consistent, the consistency of that has, has definitely helped me a lot, you know, mentally and physically. And, you know, a lot of those guys have left now. But, you know, I think it's our time to, you know, step up. I don't want to ask a stupid question, but because I don't know, what, I'm not a big tennis player. But <laughs> you mentioned this, and I think when 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 people see or hear tennis, they don't think weight room. That's football. Yeah. yeah. Why why has the weight room been so important? What did that really do for you? Yeah. So we work with Sean Burke over at the uh, in the football stadium. You know, two or three times a week. Um, you know, we don't do anything crazy of you know super you know heavy weights and all that. But you know, we're running around in the tennis court so much and. And we're burning so many calories. You know, it's definitely important to keep some muscle on you and, you know, make sure you got some meat. So, you know, we just do some regular lifts and, 
you know, make sure that we're strong because, you know, tennis, you got to have some power. you got to have some strength. And, you know, while most of the time we're running, it's, it's a lot of conditioning. You know, it's, it's really important, especially some of these younger guys, these freshmen coming in. You know, they haven't, you know, worked out too much. And, you know, they might be on the smaller side. So, you know, it's definitely helping them for sure. Now, you have a fall. You guys have a fall schedule, right? you got ITA and all that. That's coming up mm-hmm. in September and October, right? Yeah. So we're starting. I think we're heading up to Vandy in a few weeks for a little invitational um, sort of mock tournament. And then we have the big uh, fall ITA in Tulsa. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the fall is more just individual tournaments, you know, just getting some matches, um, you know, trying to get better. And then, you know, trying to get as many matches as we can going into the spring season because, you know, once that starts up, it's pretty, it's pretty full on. We all know how good this program has been. Um, and you had, like you said, a lot of the guys, they don't have left. What's the future of this program? What can you tell fans about the future of, of Gator men's tennis? Yeah, so we have four upperclassmen right now, um, three that are coming back from last year. And we just had a transfer come in from Notre Dame, who's a uh, heck of a player. And then we got three new freshmen. Um, you know, these guys are, are young and hungry. And I think they fit sort of the Gator culture really well. Um, and so, yeah, since I've been here the last three or four years, you know, it's been sort of the same guys in the lineup. And uh, I think, you know, all of them have pretty much left. And so I think it's a great opportunity for, for guys like me and, and Lucas and Nate to, to really step up and, and try and lead this team. Um, you know, we all had a great summer, and I think uh, we're all really excited to, to come in. And, and I know with Coach Brian as, as our coach, I mean, you know, the sky's the limit, and, and, and we're, you know, we're really excited. You know, you mentioned something, and I think it's a word that fans hear, and I think it's different in programs. You mentioned about the Gator culture, and mm-hmm. I guess if you talked, you know, football or baseball or whatever, it might be it might be slightly different. But in your mind, what is the Gator culture with Gator men's tennis? You know, it's it's funny. I remember when I was going through the recruiting process. You know, you visit a lot of these different schools, and and they all have great facilities and you know great programs, but. You know, when I came here, I just felt like we're all friends. You know, obviously we're all tennis players and teammates, but but off the court, I mean, we're all we're all so close, and we do so much different things together, and and it really helps. You know, I look at some other programs on the country, and you know, sometimes there's some beef or you know some divide between you know some of the coaches or or the players, but for us, we're we're one, and and we stick together. You know, through the through the good and through the bad. Um, I think that definitely helps us. You know, when we go through adversity, because like I said, we're obviously teammates, but but we're really brothers and, and then teammates. No doubt. Uh, what do you want to do post-tennis? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out, but, you know, I have one or two more years here, and then, you know, I'm definitely going to try and give professional tennis a shot. Yeah. Um, you know, try try a little bit on tour. You know, a bunch of our guys that just left are, are doing that right now. So, you know, that's what I have planned for right now. Um, if not, you know, maybe get into finance or, or, or business sector um, and, and maybe dabble a little bit into that. Um, I want to end because, look, in this day and age uh, of NIL and, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, uh, do you have some of that, and, and do you think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think, I think it is good. Um, you know, it's, it's been an interesting process for us because, you know, the last one or two years it's, it's finally started. Um, you know, we've, UF's done a great job with, you know, educating and teaching us about, about what we can and can't do. Um, but I think it's great. I mean, really, like, you know, obviously you see these football guys getting, you know, some crazy deals and, and whatnot. And, and, and us tennis, we might not, you know, be getting as, as much as them. But, but I think it's great. I mean, why not, you know, these, especially the football guys. I mean, their, their, their performance is, like, amazing. And, and for them not to get, you know, anything in return, 
I think uh, I think it makes sense, and and I think a lot of people around around the country are starting to make sense of it as well. Uh, I'm going to end on this because I've often had this conversation with athletes. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was a baseball player back in the day, and mm-hmm. I always wanted to play, and if I didn't, I was really upset. I was a pitcher, and mm-hmm. I but I wanted to play every other day, and I couldn't. And mm-hmm. in this day and age, at the transfer portal, is it yeah. is it? Uh, I want to say harder, will, but Look, kids want to play, and I understand yeah, if you don't get a chance sure. to play, you go transfer, but is it harder to stick it out now if you if you don't get a chance to play right away? Yeah, I think with COVID, you know, when COVID started, my freshman year, our season got t- canceled before COVID, so that was sort of weird for me, but because of that, everyone sort of got like an extra year, and so, you know, that's why you have to see a lot of these fifth-year seniors, you know, they call it the COVID year. Yep. And some schools, you know, they might not have scholarships anymore. So I think that's why we've seen an influx of a lot of tennis players transferring for that fifth year, whether it's to play again or, you know, get another degree. But it's definitely been a challenge. I mean, I think – I don't really know how it works with the scholarships and all that, but, but definitely in the last two or three years, the, uh, you know, the portal's definitely been active. And I think it's been a challenge for some coaches to, to deal with because you don't know who's coming back. Who's in. And you have some of these younger guys who, uh, who want to get some playing time and they, you know, they might have to wait another year or two. Well, Will, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. And I hope Gator fans got to know you a little bit too. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Go Gators. And right. uh, we hope to see you guys out there in the spring. Okay, thank you, Will. Will Grant from Gator Men's Tennis. I love doing those interviews. Love them. Because I... I want to get to know some of these kids that you don't normally get a chance to you know, speak with, so uh, really appreciate his time. All right, the rest of the day, uh, it'll be us. Who do you think the third best team is in the SEC when it comes to football? Interested to see what you think. Um, take a little unscientific poll here. If we can hear from you either via email or phone, uh, 392-8255. And you can email srussell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, uh, prognostication Friday, our first one of the year. We'll get a chance to see how Tennessee does tonight, how Missouri does tonight, how UCF does tonight. Uh, and then, you know, some games tomorrow and throughout the weekend. I've, I've gotten a couple of emails about this. Uh, we are going to do a show Monday. Uh, we will have our normal uh, inside the huddle on Tuesday, so nothing uh, will change uh, as far as that uh, is concerned. By the way, uh, hard to believe this because it just seemed like I just did a, a game with Jeff here, but uh, Florida baseball will begin fall practices October 9th, about a month away, and they will have the annual exhibition game against Georgia in Jacksonville. That's going to be Friday, uh, October 28th so uh that'll kick off florida georgia weekend so tickets um are 15 dollars and they went on sale today officially today so uh there you go and they're gonna continue this through next year at least i know um the home home team rotates every year georgia will be uh the home team this year um, and then Florida will play some other games too. They're going to host Stetson November 5th. And then they'll have the Orange and Blue series at the end of November. So we'll keep you updated on that. But uh, hard to believe that 
fall baseball practice is going to begin here pretty soon. Andrew, get right to you. 114 time check brought to you by a Chillery ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jolie Katzen. Two SEC schools kick off their football season tonight at home. The Tennessee Vols will host the Ball State Cardinals, and the Missouri Tigers will host the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. The UCF Knights also begin their season tonight at home. They look for their first win against the South Carolina State Bulldogs at 7. Moving to high school football, coming off of a 48-21 win against P.K. Young last week, the Eastside Rams look for their second win tonight against Keystone Heights at home. Gator Soccer hosts their in-state rival USF tonight at Disney Field. They look for a win after losing their last two matches to Baylor and UT. Live coverage of the game will be right here starting at 5.50. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, I've been telling you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka for a while now. They need your help, and they need a helping hand. And this facility in Palatka really does do some good work. And they subsist and they exist through donations of unused or unwanted cars, trucks, boats, any kind of vehicle. Uh, And when you donate them to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, they help at-risk boys that are housed at this facility. They come from troubled homes. And what this does, they take these donated vehicles, they repair them, and then resell them to help make the money to keep the facility going. Your donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping a really great cause. Your generosity here when you donate these vehicles really does a lot of good to help these kids. To learn more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and you will find out more about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. Summer items like garden hoses, pool toys, and lawn chairs are not recyclable and best donated to charity. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Are you getting the internet speed you need? The state of Florida has launched an anonymous statewide study of broadband speeds with a free internet speed test. The results of the study will help guide investments to improve broadband speeds around our state. To take the test and measure your connection speed, visit FasterFlorida.org. That's FasterFlorida.org to take the state's official internet speed test. 
Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room, state-of-the-art imaging, new x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI, in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how the rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to, you know, the stuff we talk about here on the show. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. All right, golfers, do you want to simply survive around the greens or do you want to score? Well, you want to score. You need a wedge that will help you. Purest spin possible. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Most aggressive groove in golf. Now with the raw face delivers maximum one hop and stop spin. Optimized tungsten weighting. And you get noticeably better control and trajectory. All around better wedge play. It's the Jaws Raw. Get yours at CallawayGolf.com slash Jaws Raw. There is only one headball coach, and you can hear him every Tuesday right here. Steve Spurrier joins Shane Matthews and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. live to bring you inside the huddle. And while I got your attention here, let me say something. The HBC's analysis, thoughts, and opinions on everything from the Gators and the SEC to the national football landscape. God has smiled on the Gators, no question about it. Right here on WRUF. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, the other day, somebody asked me this. You know, you, you did an oldie show for all those years and whatever. They said, what, what is your all-time favorite single? That's like asking, you know, who's your all-time? I mean, that's impossible. I mean, that's impossible. I mean, I guess if you're forced, you, could, you, you would say it, but Wow. There's so many. That's so hard to do. I was trying to think of that. I narrowed it down to about 15, but I don't know that I could say it's this, but interesting question. I digress. Here's Andrew. Andrew, hello. Yeah, Steve, I wasn't going to talk about this, but music therapy briefly is is such that whenever you got the headphones on you're going back in time, like 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, your favorite singles are the ones you listen to that day <laughs> yeah i mean kind of kind of i mean i i can say this you know my, my musical taste has changed a little bit you know some songs i'll give you an example when i was a kid i mean if you liked the carpenters you were like l7 baby you were a square okay karen carpenter has one of the most beautiful voices Ever the in the history of rock and roll, ever. 
Yeah. So, you know, you grow up, you learn. Yeah. Well, on to the Gators in Utah. I guess Utah has uh, stepped onto uh, enemy soil as I speak now. Since uh, weren't they going to supposed to get here today sometime? Yep. Or and that was my understanding. Yes. Okay. And uh, the other thing is, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I didn't really look at this perspective from Utah's standpoint, but looking at some uh, news out west, I, I saw that, you know, a headline kind of tells a story there, but Utah has the weight of what we've been talking about, you know, the weather, playing SEC team, la, la, la. Uh, but also it was say, it stated they have the weight of the college football championship on their shoulders with this game as well. You think, Steve? No. I don't. I don't think that at all. Here's why. Yeah. Because I don't think one loss eliminates you. I I think if you're going to go that route, I think it's more about the Pac-12. Right? Mm -hmm. Think about it. The Pac-12 is much maligned. It hasn't been to the playoff very often. When it has, it's not done well. And so this is a statement game. You know, they're they're holding up the Pac-12 to come to an SEC venue, go on the road, and even though Florida isn't what it's been in the past, it's tough to win in the swamp, generally speaking. So I think if you're going to go that that way, it's more that. It's more we're trying to hold up the flag of the Pac-12 as opposed to worrying about you know being in a playoff game one. Yeah. The other thing, Steve, is uh might sound crazy, but uh, I wouldn't surprise myself. I I think really, and I, we'll get into all the prognostication tomorrow, but just going to leave you with this. I feel strongly that the Gators are going to take a kickoff right on down to Pike, take it back. I think that's how they score their first touchdown. And uh, I have a good day, Steve. All right. Thank you. That would be novel. That's not happened. Uh, special teams have not been particularly special. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve, what's going on, man? Hey. Uh, Steve, you know, even Sean mentioned it earlier, you know, a lot has been made of the 17 of 22 starters that Utah is quote-unquote returning. But if you look a little bit deeper into that, included in that 17 is three defensive linemen that were not your full-time starters coming out of camp. They were part-time starters, filling in for guys that got injured that are now in the NFL, okay, that have, you know, starts under their belts, but they weren't the full-time starters. That's a little bit uh, a little bit of a white lie there. They got only one main guy, Junior Tafuna. He's the 300-pounder, freshman All-American, who is coming back. He was the full-time starter all year. So the rest of that D-line is kind of young, which plays into that Utah, by the way, is the sixth youngest roster in the Power Five. So this is a young team coming in here. They have experience at certain positions. A lot's been made of Florida's lack of depth and inexperience, but Utah, sixth youngest roster in the Power Five, Steve. And let me throw this stat at you also. Since 2017, okay, Utah is 0-8 when giving up 200 yards rushing. Okay, and I think that's going to be the offensive key to the game, obviously. I think that our offensive line, which is going to be sneaky good this year as long as they stay healthy, but yet Napier says that he feels comfortable with eight players. First time in years that I've ever heard a coach say that about the Gators, right? 
But I think the offensive line is going to be able to push this defensive line a little bit. And they're going to be able to make hay and get over 200 yards. And if the Gators get over 200 yards, they're going to win this game, Steve. Okay? Well, let, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. You're missing the other. You're you're missing the flip side of the coin. Oh, there always is one. Go okay, ahead. you think Florida's defensive line is going to stop their run game? Well, I didn't say that. Okay, well, but see, that's the that's the flip of it, right, Tony? I mean, yeah. I, I, look, I, I'm not I'm not saying they can't do it, but you know, Jalen Lee is going to start at the nose. I mean, they that's a position, and maybe they're going to be better than what you know the the roster sort of says. But if you're talking about experience, Jalen Lee, Jalen Humphreys, yeah. Desmond Watson, uh, not a lot there. It's on, it's on both sides. Yeah, sure. right. Um, that's what I'm saying. On defense, though, I'm putting a lot of faith in Patrick Tony, Steve. I think that was a huge upgrade. I'm putting a lot of faith in that because I think on defense, if the key's going to be, you know, the uh, the uh, the uh, starting lineups came out, the depth chart. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the linebackers, Steve, they struggle against the pass. Both of those guys starting on linebacker, at, at least that are listed, have struggled in the pass against the pass. Yep. So I think the key's going to be how quick Patrick Tony decides, I can't let these tight ends slice and dice me all game, man. I got to bring in Dewan Black. I got to bring in Scooby Williams. I got to bring in Derek Wingo. Somebody who could stick to these tight ends. The quicker he could do that, okay, I think that's a limit the damage that those tight ends could do. Because if you let those tight ends go crazy on you, man, it's going to be a long day. I agree. But let, I, I'll throw uh, cold water on a hot fire there, okay? Do I agree with you that Miller and Bernie have struggled in pass coverage? Yes. Right, but now you're asking a redshirt freshman. Yep. Right, and I think I think he's a redshirt freshman, Scooby Williams, and Shamar James is a freshman, and Black, even though he's a junior, hadn't played much. So, again, the experience factor. But I hear what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a give and take, but I'm putting a lot of faith in uh, Tony, man. We'll see how he schemes it up, and uh, but it should be good. I look okay. forward to the show tomorrow. Thank okay, you. Tony, appreciate you. Aquarius, how you doing today? How you doing, Steve? Doing good, thank you. Hey, um, I kind of agree with the caller before Tony about the pressure on them about the playoffs. Uh-huh. Um, if they come in the swamp, Florida is a, even though you play on the SEC team, Florida is an unranked team. So the pressure of the playoffs is on them because playoffs is based on strength or schedule. So if you lose to an SEC unranked team in week one and you run you run run the rest of the season and win the Pac-12, what made the committee think that you can beat an Alabama or a Georgia that's in the playoffs? Because you, you already lost to Florida who is unranked. Because you don't know what Florida's going to do for the rest of the season. Right? Let's just say Florida – let's say they lose to Florida. Right? Well, supposing Florida goes 9-3. and three, well, and, and, and Utah runs the table, that loss doesn't seem so bad now because Florida was 9-3. and three. If Florida goes 6-6, six and six, okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Right? I, I, I feel what you're saying, but 
I I mean, I don't see if, if they can't beat Florida, I don't see how they'll beat uh, um, Georgia or, or you know. Uh, but, but you know this, Aquarius. Sometimes what you do in week one isn't what you do in week five or six. Because if you if you did that, I mean, yeah, Utah's ranked in top ten. So let's say Florida loses by twenty, right? Well, then that logic would follow. Well, how's Florida going to beat Texas A and M? How's Florida going to beat Georgia? How's Florida? I mean, every game is kind of its own little deal here. And I've been around the game long enough. You, you, most of the time, you're a really different football team, you know, week eight, nine, ten, than you are week one. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I appreciate your thought. All right. Thanks, Aquarius. Thank you for your call. One thirty. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. Leave it up to my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty, to come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry-free. With fewer homes on the market than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers don't get accepted. Never experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's trade-in and trade-up program, sellers never find themselves stuck and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has the buyers, thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money for you. Trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. Learn more. Call 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. This August, we want you to remember to keep children safe as we return to school. Always stop for stopped school buses and obey signals from crossing guards. Remain alert and do not use your cell phone in school zones. And remember that car seats and booster seats only work if they are used correctly every time. Do your part to help keep us safe on the roadways. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. For more important safety tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. From the 
WRUF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds and sun on this first day of September. It'll be warm and muggy too. Highs in the upper 80s. And we're looking at Seattle numerous sea breeze showers and thunderstorms yet again this afternoon, mainly along and east of the Highway 301 corridor with high humidity levels. Torrential rain rates, local flooding will be possible. Tonight, skies turning mostly clear, lows in the morning in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> You get to a point where you go, okay, let's take whatever we can get for Russ. Or maybe Russ surprises us. Maybe. But this is where I want to find out LeBron's imprint on this team, his impact on this team. You wanted Russ. Sit down with him and say, this is what we need you to do. And give him a dose of reality. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for the Rays. The Lightning. And the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. We are in. September, are we not? Yeah. Third best team in the SEC. Larry says it's Texas A&M, followed by Arkansas and Kentucky. Daryl says Mississippi State, going out on a limb, says he thinks they're going to surprise some people this year. That's interesting. If you're just tuning in, you know, look, people think Alabama, Georgia, one-two in the SEC. Who's the third best football team in the SEC? Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, your last caller kind of threw it out. I was going to throw at you. The betting markets have Texas A&M as an outside shot at the playoffs, 25-1. to 1, So the, the market says Texas A&M. Yeah, I, I'm not sold, but we'll see. Hey, Steve, uh, two things for you. Um, are they voting to expand the playoffs to 12 teams today? No, they're not voting on it. There's a meeting about it. Okay. So, um, I, so not, nothing's going to drop next no. month or anything you wouldn't think of? No. I don't think not from what I have read. No, um, okay. and it, it's and it, it, you have to really read uh, what this is because it's very complicated. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's so many different committees that are meeting. This is the playoff board of managers that's meeting, and they're meeting supposedly tomorrow to discuss playoff expansion as early as 2024 this group is made up of i want to say 10 presidents 11 presidents and chancellors okay then there's the college football playoff management committee which is which comprises the commissioners and notre dame's ad they're expected to meet next week to continue the expansion discussions that's why nothing's imminent that sounds about like congress it's former committee to have a committee yeah that's about right about right Hey, Steve, I wanted to bring your attention quickly to the backyard brawl tonight. Um, I think we have a lot in common. You like the Jets. I like the Dolphins, which we're kind of pro and college. And I, I have a little trouble getting juiced for college anymore these days, mainly because it's a stacked deck for four teams. But, Steve, let's look at this backyard brawl tonight. Did you know JT Daniels got named the starter? West Virginia. Pittsburgh? Yep. For, okay, yeah, for West Virginia. Yeah. And, and Keaton Slovis 
USC, USC kid. Yep. I, I, I watch him. I watch USC a lot off DVR. He had a bang up freshman year. I think he hurt his knee. And um, in the transfer portal, and um, Kiffin got Jackson Dart, who was also thought to be another. He had a great, I think, freshman season for USC, and maybe he left with the uh, shakeup with Clay Helton. But you've got two former USC quarterbacks starting in this uh, this uh, backyard brawl. How isn't that so? College football for twenty twenty two. Yes, of course it is. I mean that, and that's and in that position especially. But yeah, and and look, this is. I, I don't want to sound like a pessimist because I'm not like that by nature, but th- we have only, in my opinion, and I've said this many times over the course of the last few months, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's going to be unionization. Players are going to be paid. It's going to look more and more like an NFL model. I truly believe that. Hey, Steve, I'm behind the curve on Jackson Dart. How did Kiffin land Jackson Dart off the top of your head? How do you mean, how did he land him? Yeah, did he, did he just leave? Did he just leave with Clay Helton? How did Jackson Dart I have no idea. At, at, at Ole Miss? No idea. All right, hey, last thing for you, Steve. I heard a guy my way say that the, the deck is rigged against uh, everybody in the SEC now except for Georgia and um, uh, Alabama because the SEC will never get three teams in the playoff. Ohio State can do their thing, and Clemson can do their thing, and the rest of the SEC shut out because there's no way under God's green earth that the SEC is ever going to have three teams in the playoff. Do you buy that theory? That's why the playoffs have to be expanded. I don't buy that theory because I think of what you said at the beginning, uh, and I forget the word you used, that it was rigged. Yeah, right? it's rigged. How is it rigged? These dudes on the recruiting trail want to go get paid and want to go to the playoffs, and Kirby and Smith Saban say, we're going to the playoffs, and nobody else ever has been in this league. Okay, well, then you have to go out-recruit them and then convince recruits that, hey, if you come to my school, you will make the playoff and we'll beat Georgia and we'll beat Alabama. Yeah, but apparently these dudes are willing to be fourth team at Georgia than first team at Florida or Tennessee, and that's the problem. Well, See that's you, okay. Thank you. That's, that's, what's, that's called recruiting, Mike. That's what coaches get paid to do, in part. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing, bud? All right. Uh, I was listening to Florida Stanford, the heartbreaker, uh, the other night and when uh i was listening with my grandson and when we got down two to nothing i said you watch coach wise will make an adjustment and they'll win the next two because i've seen her do that so many times and of course we we lost there at the end but to me there should be two statues eventually up for women's athletics and and one of them is uh dr ruth alexander for what she did about title nine and then Mary Wise. I think Mary Wise, the SEC basketball, is equivalent to Pat Summit. You mean volleyball? SEC. I mean volleyball with Pat Summit and, and basketball. Not uh, even close. She make, she, she, well, can I finish? You're not she, even close, but she, go ahead. I'm saying she did. No, she didn't go as far as Summit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the SEC volleyball was nothing when Mary Wise and everybody in the SEC had to get better to be and because she was just wiping everybody out she raised the, the just like spurrier did he raised everybody's game she she's the one that built uh, uh sec volleyball and just like pat summit went to the top with sec uh basketball and not you know not only that but just the class and character she's done it with um and, and i'll tell you one other thing when i first started teaching in about 1980 uh, volleyball was not big around here. And if you had units, you know, you'd have track and field, football. But volleyball wasn't big. And then 
when uh, uh, Mary got here and she started winning, that's all the girls wanted to play, even the guys too. They wanted to do a unit in volleyball. And you saw all these high school teams around here get better in volleyball. That's all Mary Wise. So I just think what she's done for the university it consistently, year after year after year, I, I think it, it, there, there has to be something up to recognize that because it's special. Well, I agree with most of that. The summit thing is not even close. But here's the thing, because I did it firsthand. When I broadcast Gator Volleyball when Mary first got here, uh, she was very kind because when I would do the pregame with her, she would try to talk up the other school when she knew they weren't very good. So that's, that's, a, that's true, that the SEC in volleyball was not very good yeah. when Mary first took over, and Florida dominated the league. Now, did volleyball get better? Absolutely. But I would also say to you now, this is not Mary's fault. I'm not Mary's fault at all, Mike. But look at the top 25 right now. How many SEC teams are in the top 25? I haven't looked at it recently. Two. But probably two. Well, it's just kind of a down year then. Well, but it, last year, too. Kentucky has risen, certainly, yeah. right? Florida has always been there. And, South you know, Carolina, Tennessee a year, but not consistently. And I made this point before the volleyball season started, Mike, that I don't think the SEC nationally in volleyball has kept up with what a lot of other sports are doing with the SEC. It's been Florida, Kentucky, and Kentucky's been a recent member of the party, and, you know, maybe an outlier here and there. So I don't think the league has been particularly competitive nationally. Well, maybe not to the national, but she's raised the, the bar for SEC uh, volleyball. She used to win every game, and now there's other teams that can beat her. That's the only thing. That's what The point I was trying to make is uh, SEC volleyball was nothing until Mary got here, and it, it, it increased because they had to really get better to beat Mary. The same way as SEC basketball wasn't anything when Pat Summit got there, and she raised the bar for anybody else wanted to – uh, they had to get better at it. I just think, anyway, that's what I think she did. And, you know, we're just blessed to have her every year that she's here because uh, she's priceless. Okay. Appreciate it, Mike. Thank Thanks, you for your call. Uh, 144. By the way, I think this is the latest poll, I think. Um, Minnesota is ranked fourth, and that's who Florida plays next, by the way, on the road. Uh, Florida... Well, this is before, I'm sorry, this, yeah, this is before the Stanford match. They were 13th at 3-0. and Kentucky was 16th. That's it. That's my point. There's two SEC teams in the top 25. The SEC has not kept up in volleyball the way it does in other sports. And that's not a knock on Mary. It's not her fault. I'm just saying... If you want to say she's elevated volleyball, she has. She's elevated it here, but nationally, I mean, are are a lot of the volleyball teams in the league better than what they used to be? Yes, but they're still not top twenty-five material. They could be by the end of the year. Who knows? One forty-five. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. 
now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jolie Katzen. The Gators soccer team will face in-state rival University of South Florida tonight. They look for a win at Disney Stadium after falling 2-3 to UT last week. Live coverage of the game will be right here starting at 5.50. In high school football, coming off of a 48-21 win against PK Young last week, the Eastside Rams will host Keystone Heights tonight at 7 at Citizens Field. As week one of college football begins, two SEC schools kick off their season tonight. The Tennessee Vols will host the Ball State Cardinals, and the Missouri Tigers will host the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Do you know what Arthrex is? Arthrex is a global medical device company and leader in new product development and medical education in orthopedics. They pioneered the field of arthroscopy. They've committed to delivering uncompromising quality to the healthcare professionals who use their products and ultimately the millions of patients whose lives they impact. Arthrex is experiencing unprecedented growth. As an Arthrex employee, you have the opportunity to be at the forefront of the orthopedic medical device industry. They're hiring now at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. Find out how you can join the team at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. And join today. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tahoe fiberglass runabouts and deck boats help families escape the heat. Looking at saltwater fishing boats? Mako combines the spirit of adventure with a legacy of trust. Nitro fiberglass bass boats are designed to make you a champion. Tracker all-welded aluminum boats are powered by Mercury. Tracker boats at your authorized Tracker Marine dealer. Polaris of Gainesville. Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any make or model, our customers are asking, and we want to give them what they want. So we're paying top dollar right now for your used power sports vehicle. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. 
The future is now. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator football all season long. The Gators open the season against Utah Saturday, September 3rd. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central. On your home for Florida football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Third best team in the SEC, Roger, says he's going homer. He says the fighting Gators. But he said on paper, I'd probably go A&M, but he's not sold. Me either. Me either. And I don't, I, I guess it's because of the hype surrounding Jimbo Fisher and his recruiting classes. What's he really done with those classes? We'll find out, I guess. Last segment here, still time for your calls, 3928255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Sam says, Steve, uh, have you looked at the Gator depth chart? Yes. Uh, Does anything surprise you on it? No. Um, I, I thought who would be starting, you know, would start. Um, I wasn't sure about Jalen Lee. I mean, he might have been the guy that I had the, I don't want to say least confidence, but I, that I wasn't quite sure. Um, also, uh, Jason Marshall at corner. Um, and then, remember, they've got Avery Helm and Jason Marshall at corner. Jaden Hill is out for this game. Uh, there's not... Fortunately, many people out. Only four are on the injured list. And that is good anytime. And you would expect that, uh, you know, this time of the year. You don't want a lot of people hurt. I mean, when the grind of the season happens, yeah, you kind of see it. But uh, good to know that uh, this is a, what seems to be a pretty healthy football team coming into the game. Don't forget, tomorrow we will have our first Prognostication Friday show. Also, we will have a show Monday on Labor Day. Uh, we'll have our normal thing, Billy Napier's presser, uh, Shane Matthews here, Tuesday inside the huddle, and then we'll get you ready for the SEC opener, Kentucky. So that'll be – and you, look, I know you always want to – Florida hasn't lost – a season opener since 1989. But, and again, maybe I'll ask this question tomorrow. If you had to choose a game that you would lose, would it be Utah or would it be Kentucky? To me, I would say Utah without question. You want to win SEC games. 
And I know if you beat Utah, you beat a nationally ranked team. I get that. But if you lose to Kentucky, you're 0-1 in league play. And you lose at home. So, but if you have a different opinion, let me know. Delbert, hello. Yeah, Steve, I I listen all the time. I don't call very much, but but I, I have I believe with the Gators, if the defense is a little suspect, you you have to control the the ball and keep them off the field. It can't be a lot of three and outs. Do you agree with that, sir? I mean, yes, I do. Like like that's the way. It it sounds like boring football, but I believe that's the way they could keep the defense fresh. You know, they have to control the ball. Uh, remember the New York Giants? I went to school at Moorhead State when Phil Sims was there. You know, and, he, and the Giants drafted him. Remember how they used to have those six-minute drives, <laughs> and uh, you know they had a ball control mm-hmm. kind of offense. I think that's I think that's the way the Gators have to play this year. If because the Giants, to me, they never, they had Bavaro at tight end, but they didn't have a lot of real good outside receivers back then. They were ball control, and uh, well, I mean that's just my point. I could be totally. I'm I'm certainly don't know a lot of. You know, I've listened and watched a lot of football. Went to Stranahan High School in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if you've ever heard of that school or not, but but we moved from Kentucky to Fort Lauderdale, and I graduated from Stranahan back in the late '60s. Uh, okay. And and, it, and let me tell you, my cousin, uh, my cousin recently went. In, uh, my cousin's son went in the portal, and uh, his name was Bo Allen from from uh, UK. He was basically a second string quarterback, and he's. Uh, I saw the other day where he's going to start for Tarleton State. Out in Texas, uh, he wanted to play football. He didn't yep. want to sit on the bench. Yeah, have you heard of that? You remember? Do you know of Bo? I mean, I don't ask many people, but have you heard of Bo Allen? Or he was a pretty decent quarterback. Yeah, I've heard of coming, him. Um, coming out of uh, coming out of Lexington Catholic, and and he just wanted to play. And I thought maybe he would go to a larger school, but but he chose Tarleton State. And uh, so at least he's going to play. Hopefully. That, and that's when kids transfer. Ninety-five percent of the time. In my opinion, that's why they transfer because they want to play, and he wanted to play. It's hard to, I mean, look, there's two. The coach in me, the old school in me, says, "Look, stick it out. You know, don't just quit when you don't start the first year. Stick it out, work, get better. You know, that whole routine. Well, that that doesn't sell a lot now. You know, if if somebody thinks they're pretty good and they 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 see they're not going to play." They want to go play, and it's hard to fault an athlete for wanting to go play and play regularly. Uh, and that was his – because he, he's a four-star. He's a pretty good quarterback, and and, uh, and he felt that his his um, ability was deteriorating a little bit. I mean, you know, because he and, – and he wanted to play. Like I said, he wanted to play. But uh, getting back to Florida offense, I really think they're going to have to control the ball. Gotcha. And, 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 uh, and so, sir, I don't mean to take – I'm sorry to talk so much, but thanks for having uh, – thanks, thanks for taking my okay. call, Okay, thank you, Delbert. Appreciate your call. Look, most people expect this to be kind of an older school game, right? Both teams have good running back rooms. I think both teams like – their offensive lines. I mean, it's not going to be where quarterbacks throw eight passes. I don't think it's going to be something like that. But is it probably going to be, you know, an older school game? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be where, you know, people are slinging the ball around. I, I just, and especially if the weather takes place. Speaking of that, um, every uh, home game, oh, by the way, Victor says, uh, Definitely Kentucky. Let's stop this Kentucky nonsense. All we need is under under two false starts. We'll be okay. I'm sick about 
uh, sick of hearing about Kentucky and LSU. Well, that's why you got to go play. There, I mean, Kentucky is one of those teams. I think Chris Rodriguez is really important to them. You know, the running back who got in trouble. You know, is he going to play? How much will he play? And you've got a darn good quarterback there in Will Levis, but they did lose, you know, a really good receiver. So we'll see. But they've done a really nice job, and I'm not knocking any administration. And I understand you're talking about a different football pedigree. If Mark Stoops had done record-wise here what he did at Kentucky, he'd have been fired. No question in my mind he wouldn't have lasted here. But because Kentucky has not been great in football, and when they have been satisfied with, you know, going to a bowl game and whatnot, that's sort of been their thing, well, he's elevated them now. You know, they, they, they're capable of eight, nine, maybe ten wins. So that's, for them, now if Stoops does that, most fan bases want the next step. That's just how it is. So that's why I think that I said this back in June. The Kentucky game is a really important game. You don't want to lose a league game at home, especially this early. So anyway, that's next week. Tomorrow, prognostication Friday. You're going to get a weather report tomorrow. Megan Borowski, one of our forecasters, will be here at the right at the top of the one o'clock hour to give you the latest weather forecast to prepare you for how to dress and what to wear for the Gator football game Saturday night in the swamp. Thanks to David Trevor for for producing. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.